Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Works Christian Church, right here in beautiful Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. Here, I will discuss theology, doctrine, politics, social and cultural issues, pretty much anything I feel like talking about. But basically, I flip tables. Please remember to download each episode. That's very important. Download each episode. Hold on tight. It's going to be a bumpy ride. This is going to be good. It is still a mystery to me how all of these, well, just liars, liars, flat liars and tyrants in our government and medical field, uh, in the environmental field, how they just keep getting away with it. But at the same time, it's not a mystery. I mean, on one hand, it's a mystery because I ask myself, I look at it, I go, can't people see through the lies? In my last podcast, last episode, I dealt with some of the lies and and, uh, talked about common sense. And common sense dictates that uh, we should be able to see through many of these lies just by literally opening our eyes and opening our ears and seeing what's going on around us. I'll give an example. We keep hearing about the climate change. Now it's climate change. Back when I was a kid, we were going to get into another ice age. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, even on the cover of Time magazine way back when, there was this fear-mongering that we, if we didn't get a hold of this climate nonsense, smog and all that, then uh, we're going into another ice age. Then that kind of started falling on deaf ears. I think uh, at least people of that time frame had a little bit more common sense than the people of this era. So it changed to global warming. Isn't it interesting how we shifted so fast from global cooling to the point of going into another ice age to now global warming, or actually now it's climate change. So it went from global cooling, global warming, now just simply climate change. And they had to do that because with with the internet and news sources and people having the ability to, well, you know, go online and figure out how cold it is at different parts of the world at any given day or how hot it is in any given day, they started to realize, you know, it's cold in the winter, so you can spin global cooling in the wintertime, and it's hot in the summer, so you can spin global um, warming in the summertime, but that gets exhausting, and people are get too confused, and it's hard to control people who are just brain numb like that. So, now it's just climate change. And ladies and gentlemen, I still haven't been able to figure this part out. Uh, do, you, do you realize that the climate changes all the time? You know, here where I live, right now, it's 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 our winter time, and the days are in the low 50s, nights in, uh, I don't know, 20s and 30s, so it gets freezing at night. And right now, it's sunny, clear skies. We just came through some rain. We had quite a bit of rain. And this basically happens almost every winter. Some winters are colder than others. Some winters are warmer than others. Summertime? Same thing. It's high desert, so we get days in the summertime upwards of 100, 105 degrees, sometimes 109, sometimes 110. And not too often, but in the summertime, we'll have days as low as the low 90s. So it bounces from the low 90s, say 92, 93, to 110. And that's somewhat normal. Some summers are a little bit hotter, 
Some summers are a little bit cooler. And it's been like that up here, well, as long as I've been up here, as long as I can remember. And that goes all the way back to even when I was in high school, because even though I lived about an hour south of this area, I would drive up here often with my friends, sometimes in the summer when it was hot, sometimes in the winter when it was cold. And it was always like this. And so climate change is a real thing in this regard. The climate does change from season to season. And this happens anywhere you go in the world. Now, the climate change that these guys are trying to scare us about are the things such as all the the polar ice caps are melting. And you know what they do is they find that one area where the where the um, polar ice cap is, or you know the, the shelf they call it the sheet or the shelf, whatever, and it's melting in one area. And every time a chunk breaks off, they freak out and they try to push everybody else to freak out. But what they're not doing is showing you the other side where it's growing. And these are shifts and these are changes that the the Earth naturally goes through. It just it just happens. Sometimes it's a little bit warmer in the north. And a little bit colder in the south, the south grows, the north shrinks. And sometimes it's colder in the in the north, and the north grows, and it's warmer in the south, and the south shrinks. It's been doing that for, oh, who knows, thousands of years. And this is normal. So why do they keep pushing this lie? Because every time they can push this lie and get more of you to buy into it, they get more control. Fear is a powerful controlling agent. It control. I mean, you can control people through fear. You get them to be afraid of you or something. Get them to be afraid of something, and then you come in and act like you're the savior. And people will buy into it, and they've been doing this since I was a little kid. Why did they go with the global cooling thing, Ice Age? Because enough people bought into it that they could start getting control. You know what's really funny? Somebody did this, and you might want to do a study on this. I never did a real study on this, so I'm just throwing this out because maybe somebody would like to go look into this. But I was told one time, and by reliable sources, not just somebody sitting somewhere in a restaurant, you know, or a passing stranger, but somebody that is is very well versed and very knowledgeable. And they said the reason the climate, you know, this whole climate hoax and fiasco is going, people like Al Gore and such, is what happened was when the uh, when the uh, Soviet Union broke up and we won the Cold War, especially at that time, but it was, e- it was even before that it started happening. But when the Soviet Union started to break up and they started losing their power, some of these old school um, communists started getting involved in this climate uh, nonsense, this climate lies, because these are tyrants. These are people that want control. These are people that look down their nose at other people as if they're not important and they're, they all exist to serve the people at the top in communism. And so they didn't have a state to run in that sense. So they just got involved in this climate issue. And now all these communists are involved in that. And what are they doing? They're pushing control. They want control. They want higher taxes. They want people like you and me to have less and less and less, but give them more and more and more. And how do they, uh, how do they get what they want? By this lie. This lie that everything's falling apart and the climate's, uh, um, we're going to be destroyed because we're, we're doing all this stuff to the climate and it's all our fault. And you know what? If It doesn't take, oh my gosh, it really doesn't take that much common sense. It doesn't take those many, you know what? I could figure this stuff out using about five of my brain cells. And I, and I did a study one time myself. I did a research because when it, they shifted to the global um, warming and they talked about how everything was getting hotter and hotter and hotter and we're all going to burn up. 
I did some research on this. And when I say research, I stopped listening to those voices and I started listening to the voices of the actual scientists that were actually studying this and writing papers on, many of whom were being ignored. And what I had found, and these are just numbers, these are just hard cold facts, and at that time, and this goes back probably, oh, 20, 25 years ago when I did this, somewhere around there. But what happened was they started, uh, the, the ones like the Al Gores started saying how everything's warming up. And, and in a weird way, he was right. At the time, and they showed this global trend, and this was a global trend, that the Earth had warmed up over the course of about, uh, I believe they were looking at a 10-year span at that time. It warmed up one quarter of one degree at that time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you the truth. One quarter of one degree. And they were using, of course, they didn't say one quarter of one degree. They just said, look, they showed a graph with red lines going up. So it's warming up. People go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I need to go buy a different car. I need to do this. I need to do that. I know, oh yeah, please take my money and hire taxes and fix this problem. We don't want the earth warming up one quarter of one degree. And at that time, that's when they started talking about rising sea levels and how some of them, I believe in the movie that Al Gore put out, An Inconvenient Truth, he made some prediction that it was like 12 or 15 years that we'd all be underwater. Well, that time frame has gone, it's passed us up a long time ago, and I still live in the high desert and I don't have oceanfront property. I mean, I was actually hoping, rooting for him. Please be right, because if I have oceanfront property, that sea rises to my back door. I'll have oceanfront property. You know how much money my piece of desert would then be worth? Oh, my gosh. So I started lighting fires, and I started driving around my car. I went and bought a V8 and got rid of my four-cylinder because I wanted oceanfront property, ladies and gentlemen. So anyways, so all of these predictions that they had made is, have failed, and people still buy into it. and still being taught in our schools, and they're still trying to push for higher taxes and more restrictions on people like you and me, hence the whole electric car thing, which, again, if you do a little research, you don't even, listen, just set five brain cells aside one day. The other ones can go on vacation, set five brain cells aside and say, you guys are going to do a little research today. We're going to actually see how much pollution these electric cars uh, um, cause on our planet. And you'll find that these electric cars that they keep pushing that are, so, that are cleaner, they're cleaner in this sense. They don't have a tailpipe spewing out toxic fume, the actual car, because it's electric, it's battery. However, however, ladies and gentlemen, just do this. Do yourself a favor. Ty type in, you know, like a, what are they, lithium mine, just lithium. Go to your search engine on your computer and type in lithium mine and look at the pictures. And then you tell me that that's good for the environment. Type in a picture of cobalt miners, cobalt miners or lithium miners. And you, what you'll see is little children five, six, eight, ten years old, they're the ones that go down in the in the ground to pull out the lithium and the cobalt and the other uh, precious metals so that you could drive your electric car. Tell me that that's good. Tell me that that's good for humanity. Sending little children down to do this dangerous work 10, 12 hours a day. How is that good? So these evil, wicked, rotten people are not only enslaving little children, enslaving little children to push this electric car nonsense on us saying it's better for the environment and all you got to do is look at what really goes on in one of those mines and you realize it's not better for our environment because all the heavy equipment the tractors the trucks the bulldozers the the loaders the dump trucks they're all run 
on diesel. That's a fossil fuel. And then electric electricity, it says uh, itself, much of it, maybe not all of it, much of it is still developed by coal. And you might be thinking, yeah, but they're getting more and more of these windmills and more and more of these um, solar panels. Listen, those cute little solar panels on the roof of your house, I have no problem with those. That's your house. Put them up there. They're fine. If they help you, go for it. If you have your own piece of property, an acre or two, whatever, go for it. But what these cities are doing and mandating, this is happening all around my own city right here. They're taking acres and acres and acres of land, completely leveling it. So that means every animal that lived on that land can no longer live on that land. Every rabbit, every groundhog, every uh, ground squirrel, the snakes, the coyotes, they can no longer make a living there. They can't live there because what they do is they level out this land, completely chop down all the bushes, the weeds and all of that. And so it ruins all the homes for these ground squirrels and such. And then they put these solar farms on there. Acres and acres and acres of solar farms, destroying the land, scarring the land, destroying the habitat for the animals out here in the desert. And this is happening all over the world. So it's destroying the land, destroying habitat, polluting the air, because much of the electricity that's developed is still developed by coal. They're destroying people's lives, little children's lives, so that they can dig up the lithium and the cobalt and the things needed for those batteries, but you and I are supposed to just feel good that we're doing something good to save the planet, when in reality, we are destroying the planet with these electric cars. Now, anyways, I don't wanna get off on that one too much. I, I was down at a, a beach area one time, a place that I had been to, uh, well, many, many times. And at this particular beach area, there's actually buildings that go right down into the ocean water. It's built in, in that sense. And lo and behold, the water level on these buildings aren't any higher or any lower than they were well when i went there as a kid now you might say well that's not enough time they have pictures in this area plaques and pictures historical pictures of when those buildings were first built some of them go back a little over a hundred years ago okay and some of these pictures these still shots show the sea level at the exact same place over a hundred years ago that it is today. Okay, so if we are in this climate crisis, as now they're calling it, so climate change is now climate crisis. If we're truly in a climate crisis, why in the last hundred years did not are those buildings still in the same spot in the ocean? As a matter of fact, my wife and I a few years ago was in Venice, Italy. You guys know Venice. It's these tiny little islands with a bunch of buildings and there and and there's canals everywhere and it's all ocean why isn't the water spilling over those canals why aren't those buildings underwater why isn't it at least the ocean water risen to at least guilt climb up over the um, the canal edge and onto the sidewalks where people walk it hasn't and it hasn't in many 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 years look it up ladies and gentlemen Look it up. Go, go look at pictures. Look at some historical pictures of when Venice was first being, you know, or say like 100 years ago when they first started taking pictures of it until today. And you'll see the water levels are pretty much right there at the same spot. We are being lied to. Now, I'm pointing this out because, ladies and gentlemen, you, every one of us, each and every one of us should be so upset about this. And we should be demanding that the Al Gores of the world and people like him 
that are pushing this. All of the people that are pushing this in those global summits, the G20 or G7, whatever they call it, you know, um, whatever they call those, the meeting where all the elites, isn't it interesting that the elites are invited, but you and I are not? So they're, they're deciding what you and I are allowed to do and not to do. What kind of car you and I are allowed to drive. What kind of house you and I are allowed to live in. What, what kind of goods and services we are allowed to take hold of. And do you know that they're even debating now and talking about banning meat? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they are talking about banning meat. As a matter of fact, in California, as of, what is it, 20, uh, 2025 or 2030, something like that, Gavin Newsom, our wonderful governor, chump, he um, has set it into law that no more gas-powered cars will be sold in California after that date. That's the kind of power these guys are trying to wield over your life and my life, telling us what kind of car we're supposed to drive. They're even talking about putting a tax, a mileage tax on cars, so that for every mile that you drive, you pay some kind of tax. And that's to offset the car. So let me ask you something. How is taking more money from hardworking Americans like you and me, how does that fix the environment? That doesn't even make sense that, oh, we're going to fix the environment by taking more of your money. Oh, is my money causing pollution? No. Then why are you taking my money? It doesn't even make sense, ladies and gentlemen. But let me explain. Let me read something to you. These are some quotes from all people. And please, I don't like this guy. There was no part of me that ever liked this guy. But he did do something and he said some things that are profound for what we're living right now. And it's Adolf Hitler. Let me tell you what Adolf Hitler said. He said, tell a lie loud enough and long enough and people will believe it. Let me read that again. This is Adolf Hitler. Remember the guy responsible for the murder of six million Jewish people and millions of others bringing the world into a war that was responsible for the deaths of countless of people in many nations. And how was he able to, how was he able to fool an entire nation and thus the world? Tell a lie loud enough and long enough and people will believe it. So that's a quote from Adolf Hitler. He also said something very similar, another quote, if you tell a big enough lie and tell it frequently enough, it will be believed. So he was proud of this. And not only was he proud of it, but he was teaching people how to get their way, how to get what they really wanted, you know, on a, especially on a global scale. Just keep telling the same lie over and over and over and over again. It doesn't matter how big it is or how unbelievable it is. Just keep saying it over and over and over. And then lo and behold, it's going to be believed. Ladies and gentlemen, the people such as Al Gore and the people like him that are pushing this climate nonsense on us, this climate crisis on us, and wanting to control every aspect of our lives, they are using the same tactic as Hitler. Now, some of you Democrats, some of you liberals, you may have a problem with this, but you should be absolutely ashamed of yourself because you are following and serving a group of people and a political ideology and agenda that's based in Nazism. It was perfected by Adolf Hitler and picked up by the people you call your heroes. It's disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourself. Hitler goes on to say, he says this, he says, by means of shrewd lies, unremittingly repeated, it is possible to make people believe that heaven is hell and hell heaven. The greater the lie, the more readily it will be believed. Did you, come on people, did you hear that? As a matter of fact, even the Bible says that there's going to come a time when people will start saying that good is bad and bad is good. And what Hitler 
did, he found this out in the 1930s and 1940s. And you liberals, you Democrats especially, and I'm not saying that the, that the right gets a free pass on this, because they certainly don't, many of them at least, but the liberals in America, the Democrat Party in America has perfected, perfected Hitler's ideology. They have been lying to us and lying to the American people so much that many of the American people are starting to really buy into this. How do I know? Look at all the electric cars out on the road. And I've talked to many people. Hey, why'd you buy the electric car? Oh, I'm saving the planet. I'm helping the planet. I'm just taking a little bit of edge off of this. You know, I'm making up for my carbon sins, somebody told me. Carbon sins. Hmm. We are being lied to, ladies and gentlemen. We are being deceived. And then you take this even further. It didn't just stop with this quote-unquote climate crisis. That's not a crisis at all. We didn't go into an ice age. The world is not burning up. You know, seasons change. That's called climate change. And there is no crisis because the, 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 the polar ice caps are not melting in a way, in a way that's causing flooding anywhere. You know, it's interesting, and I learned this again. I saw this with my own eyes, ladies and gentlemen. My wife and I, we were on vacation. We were in the Grand Cayman Islands, and there's this particular road on one of the islands on Grand Cayman. There's a particular road that actually is is a little bit below sea level, typically. Now, you know, the, the ocean, the tides rise and go down, but uh, it is just barely below sea level. And the only thing separating it from the ocean is kind of like a sand dune, a big berm. And our tour bus driver was telling us this and, and explaining to it because I, I made the mention. I said, wow, we are really at like a ocean level right here. What keeps the ocean from coming over here? And, and the guy said that one berm. He says, actually, technically, we're just slightly below, slightly below ocean level. I said, wow, that's a trip. And it was really cool because here you are, you're actually driving on the road. And if you look across, you're just slightly, when I say slightly, I'm not talking about like 10 feet. I mean, maybe an inch, maybe two inches. Okay. But if you understand certain things, water, say 200 feet away, flows downhill, it should be on that road, but it wasn't. There's was a nice little sand dune there. My point is, if we are experiencing rising ocean, rising sea levels, the way the left is saying we are, these fear mongers, these liars and these deceivers, these modern day Hitlers, then that road should have been well underwater. That island should have been uninhabitable. Ladies and gentlemen, there's still people on it. As a matter of fact, it's one of the islands where the very, the extreme wealthy people of the world, we're talking about multi-billionaires, go and have their banks there. You know, you, you'll see this sometimes in the movies and TV shows, you know, they have a bank account in the Grand Caymans. Well, that's where it was. You walk down the streets of this little of the little town there, where all these, and it's like every other bu- um, shop or building is a bank, and I mean a major world bank. And then it's like there's Tiffany's bank. Then there's another high-end store like Rolex Bank, and it's like that in this entire town. It's very expensive. We didn't buy very much there, needless to say. But so why would these very 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 wealthy people many of these people they go to these summits to decide our fate your fate my fate <laughs> what kind of cars we should drive and everything all under the guise of this climate change and rising ocean waters why would they put all their money in banks that are on an island that are barely above sea level if they actually believed the sea 
is rising. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, we need to use our thinkers here. We need to use our thinkers, those five brain cells that God gave us for cognitive thinking called common sense. We need to use it. Common sense, ladies and gentlemen. Help me out here and say it with me. Common sense. I'm going to use my common sense and not be snookered anymore by these Hitler-loving liars. No more. No more. It's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to rise up. It's time for us to start demanding that these Liars, stop lying to us. These deceivers, stop deceiving us. These cheats, stop cheating us. We need to rise up and say enough's enough. Al Gore, go home, climb into your cave, and leave us alone. And there's so many more. It's not just Al Gore. There's so many more. Just do a little research on it. Just, just have a little fun with this. Again, you only need about five brain cells. Five. That's it. Five brain cells. And start looking into this. And if you do, if you use five brain cells, I'm telling you, just by looking into it with five brain cells, you're already small, smarter than Al Gore. By far. Because you didn't need to use Adolf Hitler's playbook to get what you want. You got that right. Thank you again for joining us at Table Flippers. Please check out our merchandise. We have hats, hoodies, water bottles, all kinds of cool things. You can find all of the, our merchandise at tableflippers.com. That's tableflippers.com. And please write me. Please let me know how I'm doing. Write me at gwccrobert. That's one word, gwccrobert at gmail.com. Give me the good letters. Give me the bad letters. Tell me the great things I'm doing. Tell me the bad things I'm doing. I want to hear it all. Have a great day.